evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Stoop Radio Show right here on BlockHawkRadio.com. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Thank you very much. I always fear it's not coming, but I know it's always coming. I am your host, Jeff the Shark Perini, and with me, as always, for another fantastic TGIM episode of the Stoop is the amazing, the wonderful, the co-hostess with the moostess, the one and only Miss Jewel Tady. Jewel, good evening. Good evening, Jeff. How are we doing? We're doing great. We are doing absolutely great. Very happy to be here. Uh, very excited for tonight's show uh, because we've uh, got some uh, new music coming up. And one of our uh, previous guests coming back that quickly, Miss Bella Elise will be on the show tonight. Oh, yeah. Young lady making great strides. Brand new song we're going to be playing here shortly called Blew It. It's one of our newies. Great video that goes with it. She's going right for our very eyes that quickly in a few months since we had her last. She's uh, coming of age. Great song. Great video. Uh, Showing off her talents. We're very excited. We're going to have Bella here in a little bit to talk about her new song and uh, what she had going on since we talked to her last. Like I said, we'll play the song Blow It. That'll be coming up shortly. Um, first off, a massive thank you to one of our brand new favorite people from our brand new favorite bands. We had uh, Nina DiGregorio on our show Wednesday night. She is the uh, Thursday night. Excuse me. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Thursday night. She is the leader and the creator and the founder of a uh, little something called Femmes of Rock. It's uh, four beautiful ladies, extremely talented to play violins. They got a rock band behind them. They play all the classic rock songs. She was on. She was great. We're looking very much forward to their show coming up in March, March 18th to be exact, at the Excite Park Casino. Jewel were on the guest list. What do you think, Joel? How was that? I, I can't wait to see them. She was such a great guest. Um, and it was so cool. We got to play a lot of our songs, the medley that went on for like seven minutes, the ACDC medley was awesome. And it was just so cool. I'm so happy that it was a great show and I can't wait to see them in person. It's going to, it's going to be rocking. Agreed. I, I cannot agree more. Um, uh, amazing, absolutely amazing. I'm going to ask you, Joel, do you remember those five songs in the ACDC medley? No, I'm messing with you. <laughs> oh, my God. You tell me it looked like, not again. No, they did a, <laughs> we did a, they did an awesome ACDC medley, which we played here, uh, and um, their own little take on Eleanor Rigby. Um, just great. It's such, such a great time with them, and we're looking very forward to them coming to our area. Ben Salem, PA, Parks Casino, March 18th. I can't wait till Bella comes comes to our area too. Like I want to see some of our West Coast people on the East Coast. Yeah, I would love that. We got so many that are are on the West Coast. We like to get out in our part of town, like uh, you know Bella. And of course, we're waiting patiently for Sagan. Sagan came close. Um, Pittsburgh area, and I got to forget. I want to say Easton. I'm not sure, but she came close. So. We're getting That's awesome. We're getting them, yeah. getting them West Coasters ever so closer. Hopefully we can see uh, Sagan with House Barks. Them do a duo, yeah. team up. I like that. Yeah, apparently yeah. they're good friends, which is very cool. Mm-hmm. So cool. yeah, here we are on a, uh, we're here on a Monday. And being that it's a Monday, we're going to do uh, 
a top five. Now, Jewel had a top five, and it, it just I couldn't find a single thing for it. So we had to retread and retrack and backpedal. Um, so it's top five things that suck. And I just realized I have to change my number five because I'm not allowed to say this thing sucks anymore. So I'm going to swap it. <laughs> there, I swapped it. <laughs> All right. Top five things that suck. Jewel wanted to go with top five things that blew it. It's only February. So I can have things that blew it in a year, and it's only two months old. A lot, a lot can blow it. <laughs> like, <laughs> we like my to... list is gonna blow it. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to get on the, the Tom Brady bandwagon. We blew it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I'll start out with my horrible top five list. And at number five, I started out with Mondays, but how can Mondays suck when you get a TGIM Monday of the stoop every week? So it's not Monday. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday is like Monday's got some Mondays I got at the beginning of the week. Everybody's on the same page. They're on the grind together. It's Monday. Then there's yeah. Tuesday. It's got nothing. Even Taco Tuesday has lost its appeal. Tuesday has nothing. Yeah. Like when you're in college, they're like, oh, you know, dollar pizza, Taco Tuesday. But man, when you get in that work week, it's like Tuesday is yeah. nothing to look forward to. <laughs> Tuesday sucks ass. Tuesday is the new Monday. has made Monday lovable. Number four, of course, is traffic. Traffic sucks. I hate it. And up here in our, up here in my neck of the woods here in Langhorn, there's always traffic. In some turn, in some corner, in some street. There's no bypass. There's no sneak route. It's always traffic. Number three. Dickhead bosses. That's right. I say dickhead on the air. And I hope my boss is listening in. Dickhead bosses. <laughs> because like, you get these people who aren't that much better than you, but somebody gives them this title, and all of a sudden they think they're the greatest people on earth. And they're really not. They're doing half Micro your work. Micro-managers. <laughs> Micro- oh, my God. This guy is a micro-not-manager of all time. You're busting your ass. They're riding your ass. Awful. I can't believe it's number three. I mean, I can't believe I got things worse than that. But number two, the self-righteous people. And for all of you that are on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that, <laughs> you know the people I'm talking about. They've got the opposite opinion on everything. They're right about everything. Their posts are right about everything. Let's face it, nobody knows everything. Everybody's opinion is different. I mean, come on, give me a break. Self-righteous people have, have taken over the, the suck storms. But they're not number one. We've got a tie for number one, Jewel. Okay. Four-way tie at number one. The Dallas Cowboys. The Pittsburgh hmm. Penguins. Pittsburgh Penguins. The New York Yankees. And the Los Angeles Lakers. I picked my number one suck team from each sport and bottled them up into the tie for first in my top list of things that suck. That's it. My list. (laughs) This this list is so negative. It's like, whew, we're getting our frustrations out. (laughs) Let it rip. Let's hear it. All right. Well, I did do things that kind of blew it, even though this year has been super short. 
There's two not months, to cut okay? You off, We're down, down two months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to cut you off, but isn't suck and blow it kind of the same thing? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that was Dedicated to, to Bella's song, you know. Okay. Um, But number five has been this weather. You know, I get all in the mood for spring up here in the Northeast, and and I go outside, and maybe you don't wear a jacket one day, and then the next day there's like 10 inches of snow on the ground. It was yeah. kind of nice today. It's going to be like 72 tomorrow, but then you know what? It's going to go back down again. So this in and out weather is driving me crazy. It needs to go. Uh, number four, attitudes. My dog has an attitude right now. Someone's bugging her. Um, but you know what? After the Eagles win and everything, it seems that we were on an upswing for like about two weeks, but now it's it's slowly coming back. All the, you know, crabby attitudes around the city are really just grinding my gears this week. So I'm going to say that from my number four. Yeah. One thing that really did blow it was my New Year's resolution because that has gone off the deep end. Um, I tried to make amends and do the right thing and work out and try to be a better person. But you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix it. I'm going to have a great spring and a great summer, and I'm going to turn my attitude around and, uh, yeah, pick up on those resolutions. Um, number two, negativity about our lovely city here, the city of brotherly love. Everyone still, still loves to hate us. So that can go away with you. And number one. Oh, my resolutions. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. And number one, I I mean, when I think of people that blew it totally this year, it had to be Tom Brady. And I know you're probably like, oh, whatever. But he did. He blew it big time. And we're still the champs. And I'm riding high on their coattails. So, number one. He blew an ace, sucks. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's a great list. A lot of things that we, we did kind of bend a little bit, get some things off our chest. Yeah. Let's rehash, shall we? Number five for me is the Delaware of Days, Tuesday. <laughs> Number four, of course, is traffic. Number three, dickhead bosses. That's right. Richard Cranium Bosses. Number two is self-righteous people, or the mongers of social media, if you will. And number one, we had a glorious time with the all-star suck band of the Dallas Cowboys, the Pittsburgh Penguins, the New York Yankees, and the Los Angeles Lakers. That's some serious suck right there. Joel came back with suck slash blew it, the weather, people's attitudes, or attitudes in general, because our dog has an attitude, he's not a person. Uh, Resolutions? Negativity against Philly. I agree with you there. And number one, Captain Suck. Captain Blowit, Mr. Poop, Mr. Shit. The one and only Mr. Tom Brady. Great list. Ten things. Well, not really ten things. More like 14 things that suck. Because I, <laughs> I had four things going on at number one. But you know, when you suck, you suck. That's it. Especially people getting on Philly. Now you see all the nice stories about how people are celebrating nice, and one guy lost his wallet, and somebody returned it to him in the mail, and uh, you know, good things happen. Good city. We're getting the power of winning. 
Our Sixers haven't lost since the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and the Flyers, I think, um, have a point in every game since. So. Our city's okay. I'm picking our city. Assholes. <laughs> Stop picking on our little city. Yes. Oh, and you know what? There, there's something else that sucks. There's a number six on our top five list. People that don't listen to the stoop. Yeah. I'm these out. I'm, and I'm calling out the regulars that do listen that don't get more of their friends to listen. And I see. I know. We get counts on how many people listen. And the, the ladies out there, where are the ladies? We're being dominated by male. I don't get it. Well, I know they all come to here and see Jewel. I get that. But I'm here too, damn it. No. Ladies, you need to come out and support. What the exactly. heck? Exactly. Get on that support bra and get on the stoop and support us. Oh, good. <laughs> That's why we don't have female listeners. Yeah. Captain got got the dumbass in his big mouth. I'm sorry. I love the ladies. Yeah, but I mean, like, we had, like, we had a decent female audience. We had, like, Josh Server on the show and Steve Howie. Steve Howie brings out the ladies, Hal Sparks. So the ladies are, listen, we'll bring them people back. Yeah. We'll bring the hot guys. I mean, besides me. Right. And our ladies, like, he's hot, but he's taken. So why should I listen to him? That's not true, because I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I'm funny and evil, and I drink tequila on the show. All right, let's get down to business. That's why we're here. This is what pays the bills. Uh, music. And a brand new one from tonight's guest, Miss Bella Elise. Lovely young lady. Going places. I like her style. I like her sound. And this is a song called Blow It. It's a goodie. It's about three and a half minutes long. Uh, great new stuff from Bella Elise. You can find her on all kinds of social media. Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, Everywhere. Find her new music, listen to her, support her, check her out. She's outstanding. She's going to be big real soon. We're going to play a new song right now. This is Blew It here on the Stoop Radio Show, and we'll be back shortly. Enjoy. You know I always treat you right Pushing limits from the day to the moonlight Moonlight, moonlight You wanna be my king, I could be a queen Raining across the world, getting no sleep No sleep, no sleep I'm doing it, yeah Getting no sleep, no sleep, no 
messing around, fuck it up, chipping on my mind all the time. Ain't no stopping till you try. I was your baby, your best tie. I said, ain't no stopping till you try. I was your baby, your best tie. You wanna be my king, I could be a queen. Raining across the world, getting no sleep. No sleep, no sleep. You wanna be my king, I could be a queen. Raining across the world, getting no sleep. No sleep, no sleep. I'm doing it, yeah, on my own. Blue it, boy, you blew it. Lost your chance, no turning back. You blew it, boy, you blew it. I'm doing it, yeah. Bella, Bella, indeed. Outstanding. Great stuff. Bella, Elise, Blewett. It's good stuff. I think our little Bella dropped an F-bomb in there, too. <laughs> our little Bella. She's grown up so fast. She we has. Love we love it here in the soup. We're not afraid of anything. She can say whatever. She can come on here and F-bomb the heck out of me. I love it. Good stuff. Great, <laughs> great song. Um, kind of a dance beat to it. I like it. It is. Fun, good energy song right there, and that's the kind of stuff we like here on the stoop. It's the kind of stuff we uh, we bring to you, and uh, Bella should be with us in, uh, in about ten minutes. We'll do some chit chat. Okay. Got some questions. Got the new song, and the new style, and what's going on with Bella. We like to chat here. That's what we do. Speaking of chat, let's get some topics. Under our skin here, or you know what I mean. Um, first thing I want to talk about is a very sad passing. We don't like to talk about death here, but with a very sad passing that we have to talk about here in the stoop, and uh, a very sad rest in peace uh, to the career of Fergie. Yes, so I'm pretty sure that the uh, career of Fergie is over. <laughs> anybody that uh, any that anybody that had the uh, the luxury, or maybe the non-luxury of watching last night's NBA All Star game, uh, you got a good game. The game was good, one of the better All Star games in quite a while. Because usually just like uh, track meets of guys throwing the ball at the hoop. Last night's a well played game, but Fergie's national anthem is just everybody's talking about it, and it was bad. I'm not a singer. Yeah. And I don't claim to be, but that was bad. And then, like, she apologized today and said, I- I'm a risk taker. You don't say. <laughs> yeah. Joel, I mean, I don't know if you're old enough or if you're familiar yourself with the time that Roseanne Barr destroyed the na- national anthem. Uh, former Olympic track star Carl Lewis destroyed the national anthem. This is right up there. This was terrible. Did you hear it? What did you think about it? Do you think this is a, a big blow to the future career, Fergie? You know, one, this girl is a phenomenal singer. There's no question about it. I mean, oh yeah, she sang. She sang Mary's part in um, uh, what's what's the song with Mick Jagger? Anyway, she's a she's a really 
great singer and she just had a divorce from her husband and I get she's trying to like break out and do more music because that's one of the things that like broke them up is that she wanted to get back to her career but this was uh, too much of a risk you don't mess around with the national anthem no. intentionally yeah like um, they were showing a, a clip of Marvin Gaye putting well, some kind of solely twist on it like he had a little he had a little riffs that were different and um i think he's pretty much the only person alive or dead who could who could pull that off not fergie not the night for it her outfit wasn't that good either um i just I, it was unbearable to watch it was almost as bad as mariah carey last new year's eve special it was just Oof. that bad it was just yeah, yeah. uh just at least Mariah Carey is Mariah Carey. I mean, at least that that body's out there. Fergie is a very attractive woman. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it missed on so many levels, and I'm watching on social media the people blowing up, and I'm getting kind of mad. I'm like, you know, you people aren't pro singers. What do you people know about entertaining? And I'm like, let me give this a listen for myself. And God, it was bad. <laughs> it really was bad. Oh, yeah. And you feel kind of terrible because she's in the middle of it, and you don't really know if she can tell how bad it is or if she can hear how bad it is but uh yeah that was that was bad news that was bad news bears yeah. right there me today oh we are losing on the show she had good things to say about her yeah. and Lost you a little bit. Whoop, we lost you all together. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it was bad. It was hard to watch. It was really bad. Um, no, no, like, here's a professional performer that goes out and just absolutely, you hate to say butchers it. And it's different for her to butcher it. I mean, when Roseanne Barr did it, she's not a singer. She's a comedian. When Carl Lewis did it, he's not a singer. He's a track and field star. This is a, a professional singer, but they always say the anthem is tricky. It's got a lot of changes in it. It's got a lot of twists, and it, it's the kind of thing that is very easy to destroy. And what they say is once you lose the anthem, you've lost it. Like once you're in the middle of it and you get lost in it, you're done. There's like no recovery. So Yeah. So a shame. Um, I really want to know what uh, Bella has to, has to say about it. I wonder if she has a take on it. I agree. It's a good point, and we're going to make her sing the national anthem right here on our show. No, probably not. <laughs> we should. That'd be great. It's a I lot love of to hear it. Yeah. When I hear it's one of the hardest songs you can sing. So we go from that disaster to glorious news. That's how we do it here. I like to bring something down. I like to bring something back up. This is for all our young listeners. <laughs> Lucky Charms cereal, folks. Lucky Charms is introducing, oh yeah, oh, woo, woo, and did love Lucky Charms. And now they're coming out with a new marshmallow. The Unicorn. Say what? Oh yeah. Pink hearts, yellow stars, orange moons, green clovers, and now unicorns. I don't really know what color they're going to be. (laughs) (laughs) They have like rainbows. They've had a bunch of stuff to try and spruce up. They keep adding... A new marshmallow here in the first step. So the unicorn is going to make its debut. Um, do you think this is like a, a kind of a move to get 
young girls in the cereal, the way, you know, obviously a lot of young boys like cereal. A lot of old boys like cereal. I like cereal. A lot of guys like cereal. Sounds like a girl thing. So the unicorn maybe makes that move. How excited are you for the unicorn marshmallow? You know what? I'm all for it. Unicorns have had a year and a half. I'm going to say half because we're in 2018. They are just making a comeback. I... In my day job, um, I instruct some painting classes, and that's all the kids ask for. I mean, just yesterday we did two unicorn paintings. They are all the rage. Um, yeah, and I think they're white, and they have, like, a rainbow mane. Um, my daughter's three and a half years old. She's all about My Little Pony. My Little Pony just introduced, like, all these new unicorns. Girls love unicorns. I don't know what uh, – they, they're just – they're having a great year. Awesome, and it's you know it's it's neat and starting to become more and more the female awareness. Even little girls get into it with unicorns. Um, I've been scanning all over, and I cannot find a picture of these things. I'm dying to see what they look like. Apparently, there's tons of unicorn marshmallows and lots of things. I can't. Oh wait a minute! If you look closely to this picture of Lucky Charms, that there they are. I don't know if you could. I'll try to zero that in on you. I don't know if you can quite see it from where you're at. But, oh, yeah. See? White kind of with the rainbow mane. Yeah. They got a little bit of everything going on. It looked very exciting. It looked fun. I'm a Lucky Charms fan. I'm a cereal, I'm a, I'm a kid cereal fan, even at my age. I know that sounds crazy. But no, I love kids It's not cereal. crazy at all. <laughs> and, uh, um, did, do, you know that, uh, do you know the national animal of Scotland? It's a unicorn. <laughs> it's a unicorn. Is it? <laughs> it is. Look it up. <laughs> Wow. Fact Jesus check me, sake. people. Fact it. <laughs> Jewel is not only an amazing co-hostess, she's a great facts checker. Yeah. Don't mess with her uh, background. We used to have somebody that used to do it for us. Rest in peace, the music career, of, I mean, the radio career of Duck. <laughs> she's been fired. Yeah. <laughs> she knows her yeah. She's out of here. Thanks for the memories, Duck. Someday when you're a big star, remember where it all began, right here on the Stoop Radio Show. Yeah. As a girl, you used to knock the guitars off <laughs> off of the wall in the background. El Cabong. El Cabong. <laughs> wow, you remember that, El Cabong. That was like my favorite cartoon as a kid. <laughs> I mean, couldn't anybody tell it was a horse? He went from being a horse to El Cabong. <laughs> it's, you know, it's not that much of a mystery. Oh, what was the sidekick's name? Uh, Louie? Or... Baba Louie. Baba Louie. Baba Louie. And that's part of where they got that's part of where they got that Baba Bowie, Howard Stern thing. Baba Louie. Oh. Oh. Well, at least a lot. <laughs> really? Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's that's something we should bring back. A friend of mine's in the print business. Bring back like old cartoon characters. Put them on T shirts. I miss those days. I thought we were talking about cereal. I miss I miss the innocence days of cereal and cartoons. Saturday morning used to be like Saturday morning used to be like the moment like I would wake up like at six o'clock in the morning, and I would watch um, Courageous Cat Mouse, which was like the most poorly drawn cartoon ever. Oh, but I would get up no, and watch it. No, it was it. my cartoon, Underdog. I used to watch Underdog oh, all the time. Of course, he's huge now. He's like a superstar in these parts of town. Oh yeah. Underdog and, and Jason Kelsey have been reborn here in Philadelphia. See, Kelsey <laughs> was at the uh, Kelsey was at the Philly spring training today. No, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah he went in and 
gave him a um, gave him a little talk about being underdogs and uh, you know getting hyped for the season. He had a really pretty cool. That's really awesome. That's very cool. Uh, he looks good in red. He looks good in mummer's gear too. You know, he looks great in mummer's gear. It's like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> you know, they, they tried to slam that a little bit. A lot of the experts, they just really don't like to like Philly. You've heard nothing but negative rap ever since. Like nobody can come happy. out and say, "Hey, this, hey, this team really did it." You know, good for them. No, nah, you don't get none of that. Right, they hate us because they and that's okay. I'm okay with that. I want that negative sphere because a lot of my friends that are New York guys are very negative 76ers, and I like it. Negative flyers. I like it. Don't like us. I'm good with that. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Just the stupid. Blow off, oh, yeah. will you? <laughs> See, if you got to like something from the Philly area, it's this show right here. Block Talk Radio, search the stoop. Facebook, Stoop Radio Network. Speaking of we love and things we love and all kind of great stuff. Let's get some positive energy going on right now. The return of one of our favorite guests to the show, the very talented and lovely Miss Bella Elise. Bella, good evening and welcome back to our show. Hey, how are you? How are you, Bella? We are fantastic. I'm good. Good. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming so back. We're very excited to have you on, and uh, when Jewel told me that you had new music coming out and you wanted us to be part of that, we were so excited. I've been stoked for it, and we love it. We played Blew It earlier. Uh, I love it. It's a great approach, nice uh-huh. uh, kind of kind of upbeat song, kind of got me out of my seat here in the studio, danced a little bit. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited. That's great. So, um, so let's get right into it. So tell us about the song. Um Tell us about the creative process of it. And is, is this song geared towards anybody in particular? Or is there some certain person that blew it? Give us a little inside scoop. <laughs> well, it was funny <laughs> because I was um, – my song has been placed on 35 different Spotify playlists. And I was, wow. as I was scrolling through them, I saw that one of them was placed on a playlist called Girl Power Run. And wow. that's really what it's about. It's an empowerment song. It's your classic theme of you don't know what you've got until it's gone. And I think when a situation doesn't go the way that you've wanted it to or that you thought it would, and maybe at the time that person seemed like everything to you and that person sees you for you, it's kind of heartbreaking. And I think at the end of any good relationship, there's always that sense of feeling empty or alone. But when things don't go my way, I think you can either sit there and be sad about it or, you know, get up and make things happen. And that's what you do, Bella. You do make things happen. Um, Last time I checked, uh, you put out a post and it had 23,000 streams. Do you know how many streams it's up to now? Yeah, it's up to 72,000 streams. Wow. Wow. I know. That's awesome. I'm so excited. I mean, it's the biggest one out of all the songs that I have so far. And at the rate it's going, it should hit 100,000 in less than a month, which is, like, so beyond, like, me right now. That's incredible. That's so awesome. You deserve it. Aw, thanks, Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> so let me 
yes, we've had um, we've had some artists on the show recently, and a lot of them say that they prefer to do singles because singles get a lot of attention as opposed to an album uh-huh. that that songs get lost. Is that your thing? Are you into doing the singles thing? You know what? <laughs> it's so funny because when I first started to release um, music, I was like, you know what? I'm going to put three songs out at once because I want to show, you know, different variations of, you know, who I am as an artist and emotion-wise. But I think when you're not as far gone as, like, maybe um, a higher artist that's out in the public eye, like Selena Gomez or Demi Lovato or people like that, um, it's hard and it's important, I think, to focus on one song at a time. Sure. You know, and really focus on pushing that one song out. But it's it's hard because, you know, I write all the time and I have stuff that I'm excited and I want to release. But it's like, we got to slow down and like one at a time now. Absolutely. Yeah. Makes yeah. Sense. What do you think? Um, but I think it's great to have this... a body of work. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what? Oh, no. I, I was just going to say, what do you think uh, has made this song different and maybe more successful than the other songs? Did you did you have a feeling it was going to blow up the way it did blow up? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I think any empowerment song, like you got Demi Lovato, Sorry Not Sorry, any mm-hmm. one of those like revenge or like, ha, like I'm going to do it kind of song, I think really resonates mm-hmm. with people because people always love your like badass, all right kind of songs. And <laughs> I think it was really different from my other stuff because all my other stuff has instrumentation in the background and this one is a beat. So really mm-hmm. get right. people on their feet and dance and feel good kind of song. It's Absolutely. funny you said it because uh, we were talking, uh, Jewel and I were talking beforehand, one of the questions we wanted to ask, I mean, we, we watched the video for Blew It, and, and it's an awesome video, but it's a little different side of you. You're coming out, you're kind of like a badass chick, you're walking down the street with this strut-like <laughs> unit. Is this like uh, is this like your new direction? You, you're kind of being an empowerment and, and kicking a little ass? Tell us about it. You know what? I like that kind of side. And I think, you know, everybody has different sides to them and a softer side. And I think it's important to share those different those different sides to you. And I really enjoyed that kind of, you know, like feeling good, ha, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was working. It was a great video. We absolutely love it. It was a good look. You, you certainly do give off a, a much more mature look. Uh, uh, but yeah. you got... You got the voice of a, of a young angel. It's a nice combination. You do really well. Thank you so much. I want to ask about the look, too, because you have um, a fur on, but on, in your hashtag for the video, it says fake fur. Um, are you big against animal cruelty? Is that important to you? Yes, it really is something that's really close to my heart. I mean, I love animals. Um, I don't eat I don't eat animals. Um, I don't eat meat. It's a choice that I make for myself, and, you know, everybody's entitled to their own opinion when it comes to that, but especially, like, little foxes or bunnies, I mean, they strip the fur (laughs) off of them for people to wear, and I just think it's so horrible, and we should be more compassionate. So, I mean, all the fur that I wear um, is fox fur, fox fur, or faux fur, sorry. Yeah, it's. I mean, you, you can't even really tell the difference. It's it's a nice look. So when I saw that on there, I'm like, that's you know, that's important. You're young enough that you can reach more people, people your age, 
and people our age and, and branch out and, and deliver a great message, which is good because there's more to music than just a great sound. It's also a message, which is awesome. Um, yes. We see you got some. Uh, we see you got a big live appearance coming up. This is close to me because I love this kind of stuff. You're going to be appearing at the San Diego Winter Brew Fest, uh, February 24th. Yes. Tell us about that show and uh, tell us how you got into that. Well, it's going to be this Saturday from six to seven. And I'm going to be performing for VIP ticket holders. And I'm wow. super excited. I'm going to be doing <laughs> some covers as well as um, a lot of originals and some originals that I haven't released. And yeah. I'm really excited. I got reached out um, from somebody through Instagram um, about me coming out to perform. And I was like, of course, like I'd love to. So I'm really excited. That's awesome. That's- Amazing. Yeah, I have to say, I saw your cover of Havana, and I loved it. Um, I actually heard your version before the actual, the person who wrote the song's version, and I thought it was your song. I was like, oh, man. And then I heard the original, I'm like, you do such an excellent rendition. Do you think you're going to play that Saturday? You know what? I didn't add it to the list, but Havana is a really popular song. So maybe I'll have yeah. to add it in last minute, but as of now, it's not on the list. I love it. Uh, can you give us but a little sneak peek of what? Oh yeah. Can you give us a little sneak peek of like the set list you are going to play? I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Um, of like the songs you are going to play, do you know have an idea of what you're going to add in there? Maybe. Yeah, definitely. Um, I got "Forget You" by CeeLo Green. Nice. I got some Bruno Mars songs. That's what I like. I love Bruno Mars. Um, <laughs> I got Crazy by Gnarls Barkley. And then I got My Call Me Crazy. Aww. So, yeah, nice. a bunch of different songs, you know. I try to appeal to the audience, you know. Like, what mm-hmm. what is the crowd that I'm playing for? And what would, you know, they like to hear? But also things that I like. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you yeah, got to enjoy sure. what you're doing. I got to tell you, and being, you know, we, we hit the brew fest around this area, and uh, it's always good. They always have music acts, and it's usually a very great crowd. So I think you're in for a heck of a show. And um, we know it's going to go good because you're amazing. We absolutely love it. Um, what else have you been into since we last saw you? Any uh, other shows? You got more music you're building up on? Uh, what do you got going on? Yeah, I had a couple other shows before. Um and I've really been just working on writing new material and putting content together and different things that I wanted to put out there and really focusing on, okay, you know, in the beginning it was On the Edge, my EP On the Edge. What do I want to do now? I want to kind of go in a different direction when it comes to style and music and different things like that. So what kind of direction do you see? Do you see you branching off in – any other different types of music or are you going for this more like beat driven songs that, you know, a little dancey, like what are you, what are you thinking for this year? Yeah, definitely like ones that can get you off your feet and um, dancing, those kinds of types of songs that, you know, people bop on the radio and listen to. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mainstream music. That's the kind of stuff we like. Um, a few weeks ago, we had the uh, the Grammys were on a few weeks ago. Uh, do you get into award shows? Do you kind of watch the music industry and, and gain things from that? Uh, are you into that kind of stuff, or it's not really about that for you right now? Uh, as far as watching it, you mean? 
or watching it and uh, you know you obviously you know, a lot of people watch are you into watching it and do you like to pick up things from the music industry do you learn things by watching the award shows oh yeah for sure I mean anytime there's like a VMAs or an AMAs or the Grammys I love watching them especially the performances and I think it's you know beautiful to see people that win these awards and they come up and you know they share a little bit about their story and how far that they've come and thanking the people that have you know supported them along the way and that have always been there and I think it's a really special moment you know when they have those award shows because yeah, you know all. you always see an, I feel like you always see an artist and you look at their image and their music and you're only you know judging or that's all that you see and I feel like when people do interviews or or talk on award shows you really see more to them you know as a person and how how long and how it took to get where they're at. Excellent. Yeah, that's, that's really great. It's an in-depth answer, and we love that from you. You're going to be on top of things. Very bright individual. We love it. Uh, I'm going to do this here right now. We just, talk, <laughs> we just talked about award shows. I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. Today is the, it, today is the first ever Stoop Music Awards, and the winner for Best <laughs> New Song is Bella Elise. Bella, you got 30 seconds for your award speech. Go. You know what? I think the people that I want to thank are my two closest friends and really my family because, you know, my grandma, my mom, my dad, everybody's been so supportive of me. And I think it's those people that you look back into your life that have really always been there through the good and the bad. I mean, you want people to be there for you no matter what, when times get hard, when things are great. You don't want people that are just going to be there for the good times. And I think it's important to appreciate the people in your life that are there for you. That was incredible. Absolutely. You actually went six, you went six <laughs> seconds over, but it was amazing. And I put you right on the spot, and you answered it like a long-time <laughs> pro. That was awesome. <laughs> but, hey, you know what? I'm going to have to rehearse that. I mean, rehearse That's true. really good. Those days are coming, absolutely. Um, I have to well, ask you about your mom, because your mom is so involved with you and your career. Um, yeah. How how is that? Just having her close by, and she's really like in tune with with everything that goes all on in every aspect. So how is it just just to have a mom so so great, like right there with you through every step? Yeah, I'm definitely really blessed to have her by my side. And you know, any relationship isn't perfect. I mean, we butt heads all the time about things, and I think it's because we're so similar. But in the end, she's always got my back. Um, she's there for me. And she always says to me, you know, Bella, if you never sing again in your life, I won't love you any differently. And I think wow. it just goes to show, you know, people want to make their parents proud and make the people that they love proud. But despite anything that I do in my life, she will be happy for me. And I think that's something that's really special. And I know that, you know, her and I do it uh, just like I wrote my song on the edge and it was about our relationship and, you know, meeting her and knowing that I, you need somebody who is going to be there for you and loves you and believes in you. And I think it's so strong when you have somebody that you look up to that believes in you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, that really is. It's touching. I love it. Um, a little bit more about, this new kind of growing up 
Bella that we have here. We're noticing that song. We we heard a little F-bomb sneaking in there. Is that like a power <laughs> thing for you just to kind of let it rip? <laughs> you know what? It's so funny because I asked my mom. I'm like, you know, Mom, are you going to be okay with this? <laughs> you know, they want to know whether it comes to the clothing that you're wearing or the things that you say in your songs. Like, what does your mother think of that, you know? <laughs> but um, I always, like, I always make sure that she's okay with it. I wouldn't want to do something that doesn't make her uh, proud, you know? Yeah. But, yeah um, sure. Wait, I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm getting lost in this. What was the question again? Oh, the F-bomb. <laughs> come in. Yeah, we're going to ask about the F-bomb. <laughs> Yeah, and you're, you, know well, you did a remaster, like, right? Did you have to like I edit did. it for Spotify? I did. It was so funny because I got the song back and it was mastered, and then I was like, "Oh wait, for Spotify and radio, like I have to take that out." So we had to send it back to our mixing guy, and he had to um, reverse <laughs> the word, which is what they do. Um, but oh, it was really okay. funny Herber. because I was like, I haven't, you know, said the f word in any of my songs, but hey. I have now. There you go. <laughs> it, you're you're growing as an artist. <laughs> yeah. It's just you, and we love it. Like, we love the song. We love you as an artist, and you, you just continue to put out great content, and we're super happy that you're letting us be a part of your journey. Oh, thank you so much, and I love talking to you guys. Same here. It's, it's impressive. Uh, breath of fresh air you're so upbeat and positive and we absolutely love that and you deserve the success that i'm pretty sure you're going to get um that's why i'm going to put you on the spot with your acceptance speech because we're going to be hearing a lot of them from you oh well, i hope so <laughs> <laughs> so do we and the beauty of the beauty of your music coming here on our show is you can f-bomb your blue in the face and we welcome it with open arms all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll never change Bella, um, more songs coming in the near future. We obviously want to ask if we could be part of your new music and play more of it here on our show and obviously uh, welcome you back again. What do you think? Oh, my gosh, yes, every time. Terrific. Thank you so you much, keep, Bella. You keep sending it, and we'll keep pushing it. Once again, everybody, you can find Bella Elise on Spotify. You can find her at um, on Facebook, you can find her on Twitter. It's Bella, B E L L A. Last name is Elise, E L Y S E E. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, you again for coming you on, did. Bella. I'm pro- I, I read it. I keep, like, I spend all day staring at the name to make sure I get it as, as close as possible. <laughs> you know, it's funny because people always ask me, like, how do you pronounce it? Because my mom actually was off of um, the Champs LSA, but we mm-hmm. say Elise since we're here in America over here. People pronounce <laughs> it Elise. Well, like you it. have a great so, yeah. team, and they made sure they made sure we knew the correct pronunciation because we definitely wanted to get it right. <laughs> oh yeah, I checked in with Jewel a hundred times before the first time we had you on to make sure I got it right. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> oh, but you, uh, but you definitely are. Charming, you're a lovely young lady, smart, talented. Really feel big things for you. We thank you so much for coming on the show. We'll talk to you real soon. Bella Elise, everybody. This song is Blew It. Check it out now. It's well worth it. It's amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Uh, thank you. Have, Have a great, great night. Take care. Talk soon. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. 
No, I just I, I hate hanging up with her because she's she's just so charming and, and fun. What a great young lady. I love it. I know. I know. She's the best. I'm so happy yeah. for her. And the song is going so exceptionally well. Well, I can't talk. It really is blowing up the charts. And go listen to it on Spotify. YouTube it. She has a lyric video of it. Go watch it right now and become a fan of Bella. Subscribe to her videos. Like her on Facebook. Follow her on Instagram and Twitter. She's doing it. Bella Elise. Agreed. Um, and, of course, the website, www.bellaelise.com. Um, yeah, I get, like, I get like, excited now when I know she's going to be on because I just love her. She seems to love coming on. Um, like I said, all the answers for such a young girl, she's got it all figured out. Every question, she just hammers it with a perfect answer. She nailed that acceptance speech like nothing. I gave her 30 seconds, and funny, it was like 36 seconds and just perfect. That's amazing. She's a pro. It is amazing. She is a, um, she is a pro. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. While we still have the Bella fans on our show, I'm going to play it again. You want to hear the song again? Yes. Yes, let's yeah, absolutely. That. I will hear this song again. I am going, and if Bella's still listening, we're playing it again for you because we love it. The new song is Blew It, coming in big in 2018. One of our new favorites here on the stoop, Bella Elise. Again, the song is called Blew It, B-L-E-W, It. Check it out. We'll be back in a few minutes right here on the stoop. Cause you wanted to You know I always treat you right Pushing limits from the day to the moonlight Moonlight, moonlight You wanna be my king, I could be a queen Raining across the world, getting no sleep No sleep, no sleep I'm doing it, yeah
messing around, fuck it up, tripping on my mind all the time. Ain't no stopping till you try. I was your baby, your best tie. I said, ain't no stopping till you try. I was your baby, your best tie. You wanna be my king, I could be a queen. Raining across the world, getting no sleep, no sleep, no sleep. You wanna be my king, I could be a queen. Raining across the world, getting no sleep, no sleep, no sleep. I'm doing it, yeah, on my own. Blew it, boy, you blew it. Lost your chance, no turning back. You blew it, boy, you blew it. I'm doing it, yeah. Because twice is so nice, and she she's wonderful. Bella, Elise, our very special guest tonight on the stoop. The song, blew it, love it. I love that song. Oh my god, I was so happy to have Bella back tonight. She was so great. Me too. I I just adore having her on. She like I said, very refreshing. Um, very much into the moment, loving what she does. Uh, no real arrogance. She just knows how to deliver. It's perfect. We absolutely love it. And uh, we'd love to have her back on. Hell, she can come on every week. <laughs> absolutely. We love debuting new music. This is so exciting. I love doing it. Absolutely. She could be um, a stoop house band. No, we love that. So if you're out there listening and you're checking out our show maybe for the first time and you're an artist or you're a manager or a promoter and you have a band that's making it somewhere or trying to somewhere or want to get started send some music our way um, you can find us on Twitter at Stoop Radio 1 Facebook at the Stoop Radio Network there's a message department send us a message let's hear more stuff um, we got some promoters that send us a lot of stuff uh, Michael Stover for one at MTS sent us a lot of people and he's got a few he sent us um, a woman uh, today from Philadelphia so we're going to look into that he knows he knows how to tickle me. <laughs> so he's got to fill it up. So we we want to look into that and uh, and everything. We want to look into a lot more artists. We like the Philly sound. Uh, we like sounds from all over the world. So if you're new and upcoming, you want to be heard, check out the stoop. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, our fact checker, music insider, Jewel Tady will be glad to take a listen. She is the music connoisseur. She turns me on to all these great acts. And I always check them out, and I'm like, I'm not going to be interested in this until I listen to it. And I'm, like, blown away. You yeah. Have <laughs> I have to thank Andrew Curry, too, because he has been bringing us great acts, too. And um, there was new songs coming out, so maybe we'll, we'll play them. Maybe next show, possibly? Yeah. We, um, you know, we're up for anything. So if you got something... We'll play it. Matter of fact, Wednesday night, um, we haven't really locked in a guest for Wednesday night. So what we're thinking, and if you're out there listening again, um, maybe a Philly music show. We'll, we'll bring on, uh, play songs from some of our favorite Philly artists that have been here and share some of the music that they've cut and laid out for us. Um, that'd be pretty exciting. We're definitely looking forward to that. 
anything needs music listen to. They deserve it. These artists work hard to get somewhere, so give it a shot. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Yeah, me too. I I'm excited for everyone. I love I love being on stupid. More topics. Let's talk about more stuff that happened around this great world of ours. <laughs> okay, so um, here's a goodie. I saw this. I fell for it. Like a lot of people fell for it today, I'm sure. Uh, for the second time in two years, actor Sylvester Stallone has been the center of a death hoax. That's right. Story went around today that Stallone had passed away a battle with cancer that he tried to keep hidden. Uh, second death hoax in two years. I don't know why exactly Stallone is the target. Um, true, number one, why Stallone? Number two, what is the thrill behind starting a death hoax? Like, what is that? I don't understand. And why him? I mean, he looks great. I just saw him in that video he did for the Eagles and you know, he looks great. He's in shape. He's wearing his Eagles jersey, playing football. Um, yeah, I, I don't get it. Um, but you know what I just saw today that was kind of like that, the the Nelson Mandela effect? Because everyone thought he died in the 80s in, the, in like a jail cell, but he really died in 2013. I don't know what it yeah. is with death hoaxes and why they're so, I don't know, they're evil. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. And you, you kind of feel like his brother, uh, Frank, who was, he had a short stint of popularity himself, actually went off on a tirade and, you know, called these people trolls and, and creeps. And he's wondering the same thing. What kind of thrill is it behind a death hoax? And you see a lot of them. I've fallen for him. I, you know, you post it on Facebook and Instagram and, oh my God, and they rest in peace, so and so. And everyone's like, you idiot. <laughs> But you don't really know. I mean, you see it out there. Who's the reliable source? Like, you know. Yeah, but how horrible would it be for the family who maybe he hasn't talked to in like a day or something, and they're really famous, and then you see that online, and you're like, what the hell? And then you have to call the person, and they're like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I'm exactly. Happy. So before the days of internet, you would usually get it on the radio, and you pretty much knew it was uh, it was true. Let me ask you a question. Um, from a standpoint of your favorite artist or we'll say celebrity sports figure, some of that sort, um, one or two memories may have had of like being somewhere and hearing that somebody died and just like your gut reaction. What? Of like my family or celebrity? No, no, not family. No, not family. Family's a whole different oh. game. <laughs> like, oh, um, celebrities. Yeah. Uh, I know two that really shook me bad um one was john denver when i was 10 because i literally like just saw him on tour and he was my first concert and uh, i had a lot of like family die when i was 10 so i guess that it, it all happened the same year and it was really tough for me and john denver his music is just like home to me so that really like messed me up like i cried for that one and then um Aaliyah. I was like a major, major Aaliyah fan. And it, oh my God, I cried like a baby. I couldn't believe she was gone. I was probably in, I think I was going into high school, but I was a really, really big fan of hers. And she was such a beautiful girl and it was just such a sin to go like that. And they both died in plane crashes. 
Yeah. Um, shoot, I remember. Um, big one, like the first one I really remember somebody being this colossal was Elvis Presley. And I remember being a real little kid in my driveway. Me and my brothers were throwing around like a baseball. And I remember mom coming out and telling me. And uh, it seemed to be such a big deal to me. You know, once as you get older, you start to realize. Um, one of my all-time favorite bands is Alice in Chains. I remember being in the car. It was the day of the NFL draft, and I'd heard of Lane Bailey passing away. Uh, very tough for me, being such a big fan. And I know, like people say, that are celebrities that spit on you if they came across you. We really don't know that. And I'd always been such a big fan of Alice in Chains, so to lose Staley and his voice and, and the music, to me, was a real big shock. Um, another one, of course, um, from way back, Philadelphia Flyers, Pelly Lindbergh. Remember how Lindbergh had become in goal for the Flyers, and he was the goalie for the Stanley Cup year. Um, just such an amazing player. And the next thing you know, in the offseason, he uh, he died in a car crash. So it, it's pretty tragic. And that's why, like, it makes people feel sad. You hurt. You can imagine how the families feel. So I guess it's it's crazy to even play around with this kind of stuff. Uh, and Rory Halliday, that was pretty recent. That was a tough one. Yeah, that was a tough one indeed, um, especially for, for fans of the Philadelphia area. So it's tough. I, I don't dig the uh, the hoax thing. Kind of off a little bit, if no. you will. I presented it because – no, not at all. We want Slice to learn to know we got his back. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that helps. Uh, yo. Hey, yo, I'm going to come on the stoop and uh, talk about guys having my back, you know? Yeah. That was the worst Sylvester Stallone get... impersonation ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dark. I was going to say we can't give Bella a cheesesteak or offer her, you know, the best cheesesteak place yeah. you know, when she comes in town. She's vegetarian. But it's really cool. I respect that. She's such a good girl with a good head on her shoulders. Yeah, why not? I mean, it's it's a good practice. Nothing wrong with that. I, of course, will take her share. I'm a meat eater. Sorry, Bella. We still love you. Gosh. <laughs> I had one yesterday. It was amazing. It was so good. Yeah. Especially when you work um, like a double and then you get that first food in you. It's like, oh, I'm so hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I made this Cheese joke uh, a couple <laughs> Yeah. I made this joke a couple of days ago at work and, you know, I it funny. Um, <laughs> like you go out to the bar and you, you, you get your drink on and it's like two o'clock in the morning. Like, what does a vegan or vegetarian do? Say, oh, man, I can't wait to get me some carrot sticks. I'm going to Wawa and get some carrot sticks. I mean, is that really drunken night out food? Like, what do they eat? Well, for the most part, they're pretty healthy. The vegans yeah. I do know are pretty, I want to say they're fancier people. Like my cousin, Jessica, Jessica Barth. She yeah. um She doesn't delve in the red meats as much, but she's like a champagne drinker, so, you know, mm. whatever's your twist. <laughs> I like champagne. But uh, I, I couldn't, I mean, no offense to the Not vegans. Not every night. <laughs> it, it's, it's not for me. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, but the own, and I, you know, I certainly don't, you know, I certainly don't look down on people that do that. It's pretty awesome. It, it takes a lot of willpower, too, I guess. Um, unless you've grown up just never doing that, I guess it's not a big a deal. But it's pretty amazing. Yeah, something I don't understand. Yeah. But 
uh, we go from vegetarian and people that eat healthy to something not so healthy but a little surprising here at Kentucky Fried Chicken, now known as KFC, of course. They're closing hundreds of stores in the United Kingdom due to the recent chicken shortage. I had no idea there was. Yeah, I had no idea there was a chicken shortage. Apparently, this is news to me. Um, have you heard of chicken this shortage? Chicken? Where? Uh, apparently, in the UK. Um, oh, London, uh, England. They're shutting down tons of KFCs. I mean, they're dropping like flies because of this uh, chicken shortage. Have you ever heard of a chicken shortage? And how do you break out of a chicken shortage? Well, one that's frightening because yeah. I love chicken. Um. <laughs> 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 I don't know. The only thing like my mind keeps going to is is how we like breed the chickens and like their living conditions. Like you know, I don't know. Purdue prides itself on having nice, healthy, you know, chickens, and then there's cage-free chickens and free-range chickens or whatever. And um, yeah, maybe they're just uh, not taking good care of them because I thought there was loads of chickens. But apparently not in London Town. Yeah, I mean, apparently uh, London Town, if you will, uh, is you know, <laughs> apparently chickens are vanishing. Well, we we got to ask our uh, our local uh, Londoner. We got to ask Lilith <laughs> if she knows anything about the chicken shortage. I guess the only people really not affected. Vegetarian. She strikes me. You got to ask. Well, vegetarian, vegan. It's it's close. Um. The only person that wouldn't really be affected by that would be uh, McDonald's. Cause I'm pretty sure chicken McNuggets aren't really made of chicken. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. I have some food joints around me that are pretty questionable. Yeah, it makes you wonder. Um, not only you have a KFC and, and a chicken shortage, I never even heard of that. I never knew it was possible. Are they becoming um, Maybe. obsolete? The death of the chicken? Are we going to be in the age that produces the death of the chicken? Well, maybe KFC isn't doing well because no one's really going to KFC anymore. I don't know. Have you ever noticed that, like, Chick-fil-A, the line will be around the block. But KFC, no one will be there. There's never a line at KFC. Not that I go there a lot, but I just work next to one. People are roped into the belief that um, Chick-fil-A is so much healthier because it's more of a grilled chicken than a fried chicken. So maybe that's the big deal. Maybe that, that's the resistance. I don't know. I eat, I, I'll eat both. Um, but you eat Chick-fil-A and you feel, a little, you feel a little better about eating fast food, but you don't feel overly satisfied. No? Not really. Like I eat it and I'm like, eh, okay, I eat something. Like today, I ate Taco Bell, and trust me, I knew for the next six or seven hours that I ate something. That's sits on your like dead weight. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, that's yeah. You know. you know when you never Taco Bell. See, I always try to go to Chick Fil A. Well, when I do, it's pretty rare. But if I get like a soup and a salad, I'll feel good about myself. But if I get chicken nuggets, waffle fries, and one of their amazing milkshakes, then uh, I start to regret it. Speaking of Taco Bell, here, here's a story. <laughs> and I, I actually can't believe this is real, but it, it's it's all over the news. Um, 
<laughs> I'm like, I'm reading it and I can't believe it. A uh, Transavia Airlines pilot had to make an emergency landing after a fight broke out over a passenger's farting. Oh. Yes. <laughs> uh, fight broke out because these passengers refused to stop passing gas. Now, obviously, they made their way to Taco Bell before they got on the plane. Couldn't control it. I mean, really, where do we draw the line at where they're going to emergency land a plane for people farting? Well, I, I mean, was it like a farting contest? Like, who is doing that? <laughs> like, how rude are you? And then once they start fighting, like, how can they control themselves? Like, what if you hit someone in the gut and it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Like, you know, hold them back and it's just going to make them come out worse. Maybe it's the National Farting Convention. Ugh. Oh, Ugh. Here, come, here, here come more wait, activists. Wait. I, got a, I got a question for you. Yes. Who is the worst farter you know? Just put it out there. I and don't absolutely pay your cannot. <laughs> I can't. I can say because he never listens to the show. It's my brother by far. My brother is the worst forter ever. Yeah, it's my brother too. Absolutely, yeah, he tries hands to, down. Try to hide <laughs> it and blame on everybody else. I know he won't find out because he doesn't frequent the stupid radio show. So yeah, I just I just laid him out right there. Oh, Fart my brother Ed has the most disgusting, loud. Oh my God, it's like music. <laughs> it's just the worst foulest smelling farts you would ever oh god I could smell it now and he lives in West Virginia I can't <laughs> Jesus that's awful terrible <laughs> I never admit to it I don't do that kind of I don't pay gas I don't I don't even poop you know what Mike tries to hold it in for me and I really appreciate that <laughs> the food I eat comes out in a pretty little bell Bell, bell, yeah, little box. A little you know bell. who fart the worst? The people who eat the most vegetables. <laughs> yeah, that's what oh. I hear. Ugh. Crazy. Broccoli got you. Bro- oh God, broccoli. I've heard some stories. And asparagus hurts your peepee. Yeah, I don't know. I said peepee on the air. Yes, I did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's see what else we got coming up on the stoop. We got a couple more episodes lined up to close out your February. Like we said, Wednesday the 21st, we're going with the Philly music scene. We're going to play a bunch of songs from our Philly artists. We're going to kind of be like DJs. We're going to make a regular old radio show. We're going to play a bunch of tunes. That's going to be Wednesday night show. Jules looking at me like, really? Yeah, really. <laughs> no, I'm so excited for it. So am I. It's going to be great. That's going to be Wednesday night. We're going to. Uh, We'll hammer it out Tuesday, come up with what we want to play and order and all that good stuff. So we'll do that uh, Wednesday, 21st, Philly Music Scene Night on the Stoop. Monday the 26th, this is just confirmed. It's a guy we've been working on for a while, and we finally got confirmed he's going to be coming to the Stoop. A young actor by the name of Jonathan Fernandez. And you might know him from the new Lethal Weapon TV series. Um, good actor. One young man. We're very excited for this interview. We've been trying to get him on for a while. Uh, PR people finally got together with me and landed a date. So that's uh, very exciting. It's going to be 
next Monday the 26th, a TGIM episode of The Stoop with actor Jonathan Fernandez. And don't forget this one, folks, a big one that I'm looking very forward to, February 28th. Lead singer of the band Till Death Do Us Part, Emily Tate is going to be on the show. And that's big for me and all my 80s rockers. She is the daughter of Queensryche legendary singer Jeff Tate. So we're going to talk about growing up as a just little girl and her new venture now with her band, Till Death to Us Part. It's going to be awesome. Emily Tate here on the Stoop on the 28th. We're working on a lot more names for March and April. We're hammering the streets of Philly to get more live local acts for you. Just a lot of great stuff coming up in the very near future on the Stoop. Would you agree? Yes, I would. Oh, I have some names and I can't say them, but it's going to be great. It's going to be exciting. Just keep staying tuned and we'll give you great stuff. <laughs> keep staying tuned. Indeed. And of course, March 18th, uh, kind of uh, check us out on the Stupid Radio Network because we're going to shoot some video uh, from the, from the uh, Femmes of Rock show. Uh, you know, just oh, got wow. meeting up with them. So maybe we're trying to do like a little uh, Facebook Live thing. Uh, with the girls after the show and uh, their manager, Mike, who also plays drums for them. So we're going to try and work a little something out that we can uh, get our fans in touch with the uh, people we meet and the artists we have on the show. That should be pretty awesome. Um, you know what I'm going to try to do for that show? What's that? Get get my hair higher than one of the girls. <laughs> wow. If I could tease the crap out of my hair and it's higher than one of the girls' hairs, then you owe me a drink. How about that? <laughs> if you're going to go in public like that, I will buy that drink either way. <laughs> okay. Do <laughs> it with the high hair. That I got to see. It's going to be awesome. Good stuff. I love their hair. They have great hair. They do. They're they're awesome. I'm so excited for that show. I really can't wait. Um, again, March 18th, Parks Casino at the Excite Center, which is bringing in some big-time uh, acts. Very excited. A lot of uh, great people coming to our local Ben Salem area, very cool. Um, another band, I don't know how familiar you are with these guys, but they're coming to Parks Casino. The Flaming Lips. Ooh. Yeah, the Flaming Lips are coming to Parks Casino. Um, comedians, of course, Jim Brewer, Dane Cook, um, Reba McIntyre is coming to Parks Casino. So they got some great names coming in our little backyard. So exciting. Man, Jim Brewer's this weekend. Yeah, I know. I know you're a big Jim Brewer fan. I know you worked really hard to get Jim to the show. Didn't seem like it worked out. You know, it happens. Yeah, it definitely happens. Happens. <laughs> it happens, you know. I mean, heck, Lita Ford had two stints and couldn't quite get to us. So it happens. Wasn't it three? <laughs> no, it was still God. It was two. For the love of God. Oh. No, not three. <laughs> okay. I don't do the three strikes or out thing. When it's an 2 count, I just step out of the batter's box. And I wait for the pitcher to tie around before I go back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little much. And it, and it, yeah, and that's okay. And, um, you know, people get busy. People have a schedule. It's tough fitting everything in. We understand that. So You never know. I was talking to the lady, and she's like, she's like, oh, maybe we'll see this week. I'm like, okay. Possibly. Maybe. Oh, you never know. Well, okay. But remember <laughs> – like, like we did, like with Burt Ward, like we did with Femmes of Rock, we're not afraid to throw in a special night if we have to. So, if she says yeah. uh, Jim's free uh, today. Out of nowhere, we're doing a Tuesday show. So we're flexible yeah. here at the studio. Tuesday morning. <laughs> Tuesday. 
Sold out of work Thursday morning. Uh, and it's sold out, so. Yeah, I know. That's the only tough thing about the Xbox Center. <laughs> it does sell out fast. That's what I was going to tell Michael. I mean, if the Sons of Rock sell out, I'm not too stubborn to go backstage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll just hang out back there. I love it. Sounds great. All right, so we're going to pack it in here tonight on the stoop. A wonderful episode. We want to thank the lovely Bella Elise for coming back onto the show, giving us new music, talking about other great things, and just being a doll. We love her. She's one of my absolute favorites. So thanks, Bella. Thank you to uh, myself for being awesome, as always. And thanks to Jewel, the co-hostess with the mostest... The Queen of Langhorn. Never. <laughs> <laughs> the King and Queen of Langhorn. And we thank, of course, we thank, of course, all our listeners. Without you, we couldn't do this. And we love doing it. And we love bringing it to you. So keep listening. Tell your friends to listen. Don't take long. Hour. Even if you leave early. It's okay. Come over for a half hour. Check out the the special guest. Check out the music. Check out the top five. Check out the, the part of the show where uh, where Jewel gets drunk. It's great. Hey. <laughs> I pointed you out, not me. I'm the guy that was guzzling tequila the other night. So. Check out the point where we both get drunk and start getting That's a lot of fun. Yeah. That's the best yeah, part. Give, <laughs> give us a check out. Tell your friends. Hang out one night. A bunch of all get on your, your cell phones. You know, like when people hang out, it's all they do is cell phones. Anyway, go on your cell phone, find the ad, click it, listen to the show, and we can all talk about it the next day. Yeah. Call us up. Tell us how awesome we are. I like that. It's a great idea. The five songs in the ACDC uh, medley, and uh, we'll give you a price. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Autograph give picture us of some hair tape. teasing tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Autograph photo of Jewel Tatey dressed as a Smurf. <laughs> okay. I love it. Okay. You know you want to do it now. <laughs> go out and get blue makeup. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> and blonde Smurf head here. All right, again, thank you for listening. Thank you again to Belle Elise, our very special guest. For the amazing and wonderful, lovely co-hostess, Miss Jewel Tady, I am Jeff the Shark Perini, reminding the greater listening area to not be a douche. And be nice to people, even the shitty ones. <laughs> even the shitty ones. Free ring curse here on the stoop, home of Bella Elisa's F-bomb. Yeah. Good night, folks, and thanks for listening. We will talk to you Wednesday night, Philly Music Show, this Wednesday on the Stoop. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.